What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Beer League. Sorry, trying to crack a can a little early here. Wow, you premature... Ecraculation. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> pretty good. I wanted to hate it, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that, actually. So I don't know why I had to share this, but I don't, I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's a strange... Sorry, we're looking up our first brewery, and this is a very strange picture. It's a very weird mural. Yeah. I mean, like, I get I get it's I supposed get it. to be beer, but... I understand what it is. It's very strange. But, all right, continue. The... Yeah, I digress. I'll get into it later. So, uh, for those of you who follow us on Twitter, the maybe three people Context. in the world that... that our Twitter followers and listeners to the podcast. We love you three. Um, you may know that I took a trip to Arizona fairly recently, so I thought, why I the fuck know. not? Let's bring some stuff back. Is that where you were at? Wait, yes. Since we don't typically get to try things from, you know, that part of the country, like other than maybe some big breweries. Where was I at? Uh, home, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I figured, fuck it. Let's bring back some beers from Arizona because we don't typically get to try a lot of breweries from the western part of the United States. So I found some things. I went to the Total Wine out there, which, God, they're, no matter where you go, Total Wine is trouble. Like, it's it's the worst place you can possibly go on earth because you, you can't walk in there and not spend, like, $300. Well, mm. maybe. I mean, yeah, I've if, done that a few times. If you're what, <laughs> not spent $300? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only a few times. College though. was tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that the total wines here are more trouble because of the bum fights in the parking lots. <laughs> you, got, you think there's no bum fights in total? No, total there, wine. there they just have uh, like radiation air from all the atomic testing. So the first That's one, true. the first one I picked up. Oh yeah, we're here for beer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is oh yeah. Hel- for Helton Brewing Company that Brian will tell you a little about in a minute. This is their boysenberry sour. It's 6.7% alcohol by volume. It's in 16 fluid ounce cans. Uh, it's located in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, one of the breweries that I didn't get to go to, but I have their beer anyway. This can art's a lot of fun. I haven't had anything boysenberry other than IHOP's boysenberry syrup. I was going to say, I'm not sure I've ever had anything that is boysenberry, so I don't know that I have like a frame of reference to compare this to. Helton yeah. Brewing Company is the... Uh, the home of the world's strangest beer mural yep. that I've ever seen. Um, it looks, the, I'll see if I can turn this around. I don't want to like F up all the cabling, but it's, it's, it's real weird. That That's a hell of a beard. That is strange. Yeah. It's real weird. Right. Um, but that's, that's Brian Helton. Um, he is a, uh, th- Christian, I just figured I could have looked this up, but I figured that you would know what this is. What is a certified Ciceroni? Or a Cicerone. A Cicerone's a beer expert. Cicerone. Oh, there he is. Well, he's a certified one of those things. A I like Cicerone Cic- is a sommelier for beer, essentially. I think we should call it a Cicerone. Cicerone. A Cicerone? <laughs> That's already something. He's won a bunch of uh, World Beer Awards, uh, Great American Beer Festival. He's brewed thousands of batches of beer, including over 60 different styles. All right. Now, uh, I don't know if anyone cares, but now there's a Cicerone. Um but yeah, that's that's about it. It's uh, it's located in Central Phoenix, and uh, their his beers are brewed from the love of the craft and through passion and science. We formulate our beers to not only satisfy our goals, but to share with the community. I like that. I w- I want to know if there are any like breweries that are like we we do our beer uh, full of magic. We do our beers to make money. <laughs> we don't um we don't put any science in here. This is all this is all Wiccan and magic. Buy our beers. Give us your money. <laughs> Give me your money. Give me your crystals. 
So honestly, uh, I've I've tried it now. Um, I kind I of like so. it for a sour. Wait, but, Christian likes a sour? But oh, I was going to say that like this is definitely it, a sour that he would be able to tolerate. What I don't like about it is the build of the beer. It's it's very like uh, a very weedy beer. It does, yeah, it does feel a little. Mm, I don't know. Something's cutting the sour in it in a way that doesn't taste like berry. It's almost like it feels clouded. So it is a. Uh, it is only ten IBUs. So it is very low on that. And uh, I'll read the uh, little intro duction that I found online because it is a year round. So you can find this all around. If uh, you live over in Phoenix, but uh. American brewed sour ale designed to intentionally be tart by inoculating with sour bacteria. So you're drinking bacteria, boys. Oh, this is like a usually, usually lactobactillus. Oh, kombucha. 88 pounds of Oregon boysenberries lend to the unique color and flavor to this beer. We decided to make the beer have a 3.2 pH level to match the boysenberry flavor in the middle to make a well-balanced sour ale. I mean... It definitely is. It tastes a little 3.2 pH to me. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? I would yeah. agree. It's definitely under a four. I mean, I haven't. I have not tasted it yet, but on the nose, you definitely smell that like tart. Like it, it's, it's weird that Christian likes this because like, or can tolerate I, because I like this. I like the sour part of it, and I normally hate sour beers, but I don't like the beer part of it. Ironically, hmm. yeah. It, on the nose, it smells like something Christian would hate. Yes. Oh, it, it did not smell good to me at all. I was like, all right, buckle up. The, the more I drink it, the more it is tasting like a beer that's just kind of like kind of tart um, instead of anything that has like kind of fruit flavors or anything like that that's cutting down the sour. It's weird. If you like fruit beers and you like a splash of fruit in it, you'll probably like this. So it's like it feels like you get like hit with a bunch of like carbonation and tartness and then it fades into like a like a like a flat miller light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very strange like the difference cuz you're like, "Ooh, this is fruity." And then you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Where did my fruity beer go? This is just beer. Yeah, I wanted my fruit back. <laughs> Thoughts, Alex. Do you like fruit? Do you want to know the smell man? Do you think it tastes like beer? Yeah, we imported beer today from Phoenix, so we imported our friend from Tennessee as well. <laughs> Alex is here. He's being very silent. For being, being crispy quiet. You did finish it. it did okay, taste. let's move on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, it was really tart at first, but then it tasted like a wheat beer. I could see what he's what Brian's talking about with the um, flat Miller Lite, but... It still had like a a fruity aftertaste, so like a flat Miller Lite, and I bit a cherry. <laughs> Put yeah, a little okay. one of those Mio's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flat Miller Lite with with yeah with Mio. That's They're perfect. Like, oh, I should probably dump this. I'm like, nah, dude, just jack it with some Mio. Here you yeah, go. Yeah, look, you, look, you, you take the- you take like a three day old Miller Lite, you squirt some Mio in it, then you put it in Christian's like carbonation, like soda maker. That's this beer. There you dude, go. My my brother had a thing with that. He would he would actually he would grab like a six pack of Corona and a Mio like little fruit punch thing, and he throw that in the Corona. It was so gross, but he loved it. I don't know why. It was so gross. He I mean, I could understand shit. if it was like the lime flavored one, sure, but fruit punch. 
Yeah, no, no, it was a fruit punch. Like you do like the citrus one, you know, yeah, that would make yeah, a little yeah. more the citrus sense. One I could see. Like I mean, who has like cut up fucking limes in their pocket at all times? You don't. Other than like the, you know. Yeah, no, he's like, "Bro, try like, you know, when you're like really excited to show your boy something, he's like, "Bro, oh, this is an invention." He like cracks it. I'm like, "That's great. It's a beer." So, congratulations. And he's like, <laughs> takes it and just like pour I'm like showing everyone like this isn't an audio medium that we're going through but, you're um, but like, yeah he like, so, he like pulls out the Mio he's like I'm like what are you gonna do with that he's like bro and he pull, put, pours it in there and I, I tasted it it was, it was like red and it was like I mean granted it was a little bit better than Corona but still gross in the long still, run still, still so still if he good. got if he got the Mio energy in Corona would that be like the Mexican four loco mm. I mean Loco's already so, a Mexican gonna, word, so, see, so it would be Quattro be Loco. Dude, I was gonna say, would it be would it be Quattro Crazy? Energy. Oh, because Quattro Crazy. Yeah, Mio Energy and Corona. <laughs> now for sale in Mexico. Mm-mm. Not for sale. Not, not for sale anywhere. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. You're home brewing your already brewed beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw a five hour energy and some Mio Energy in this Corona. <laughs> <laughs> the addition of the five hour energy, yeah. So, do we want to score this? Zero. Wow. Oh, I don't. I don't remember how the scoring goes. I just okay. <laughs> oh well, that's hey, a good that's time a good to time. remind our audience. Uh, there is a core score that is one through five. Uh, that's pretty well. Zero well, through five, well, I guess. You um, remember? I'm from Tennessee. You have to make this like a one. Here's uh, the deal. We got two ratings. <laughs> core. Yeah, I I remember. I remember. <laughs> Go ahead. Brian, why don't you go first? <laughs> All right. So um, I I like it. It's not one of my like favorite things. It's, I'll probably go. It's a 3.5. I'd rather have it over like a normal beer, but I'm not like looking for it in the store. Uh, crushability. Um, it's a little too tart to be super crushable, but at that point, it's, you know, it, but it is a little, yeah. I, I'd probably go with a four on crushability. It's not. Like it's not like a bad beer by any means, but like it's got like so much fizz and then tartness at the front end that you wouldn't want to like chug this. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, core, I'm gonna give it a little less because I don't like. I'd rather it stick to one thing, and while this is weird that it does that, I don't like wheat beer, uh, so I'm gonna go with a two and a half. Uh, for the core, crushability, I also don't think it's super crushable. Uh, it is easier to drink than maybe a more powerful sour or a regular beer. So it's getting right in the middle. Give it a five. This right here's my power sour. <laughs> my power sour. I power through it. So uh, I'm not speaking to how the quality of them hitting the boysenberry because mm. I honestly don't really know what boysenberry tastes like other yeah. than I've had a thing called boysenberry that was just pure sugar. That you pour on on pancakes, um, so I don't that, doubt that it was probably just rice syrup. Anyway, um, if you told me that you know you're going to hand me a uh, sour wheat beer, I would in my head be like, "This is going to be a two or less." But the sour part of it really impressed me, and I, I kind of like it actually. So I'm going to give it a two point seven five on the core. Um, just that little bump up. It was a pleasant surprise, but it's still two kinds of beer that I don't really like. Yeah. <laughs> um, icky wise, I actually think this is, could be pretty crushable. Like if it was hot and this is cold, like this is going down. Uh, in fact, I think I would prefer to crush this over sipping it because 
I don't like that that wheat beer aftertaste. Um, so I'll give this a six on the icky. Cool. How does the scale work again? Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I would for the core give it a two, and for the icky a four. I wish that I could like this more. The tartness kind of makes up for the flat the flat follow up, but it's like I want more out of it. But I don't really like tart beer to begin with, so this was a losing game for them. <laughs> At least here it was. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> Brian, I'm going to match you on your core. I'm going to go three five, but I think it's for me. It's mostly the fact that I'm disappointed. I mean, we all know how much I like the sour beers and stuff like that. So I expected more from something that's supposed to be sour. And then there's not a whole lot of boysenberry to it or any kind of berry. We don't necessarily know what boysenberry the fuck tastes like, but there's no actual, like, not enough fruit flavor there. <clears throat> um, icky, though. <laughs> I still think it's easy to drink, so I'm going to agree with you, Christian. I'd say a six. I think anything more than that would be a little too much, like trying to Kong one of these might be a little difficult just by the yeah. nature of the style of beer. But you'd get it done. I would get it done. Yeah. Not not pleasantly. Eh, you never know. Crazier things have happened. Yeah, I think like it it's until that, that aftertaste catches up with you. Uh oh. I, I the color and, and design of this can is So <clears throat> next up is Ooh, that was a that was a hell of a crack. This one's got one That's of those. That's what I like, said when Christian bent over earlier. <laughs> this one's got one of those weird shaped tabs, like Thank it's, you. it's squared on the top a little bit. Yeah, it kind of looks like your thumb. This one is uh, from Oso Brewing Company. Looks like Brian's thumb. I'm right sorry, now. it's Oso <laughs> Brewery and Distillery. Uh, it's the Popsicle Blonde. It's a lemon raspberry popsicle blonde. Lemon raspberry. So this one is a golden lager with lemon and raspberry flavor. And it's four and a half uh, percent alcohol by volume, and that's all I got. Brian will give us more about Oso in a minute, I'm sure. It's got Ooh, a lot that's of volume. A, that's a color. Ooh, is this is look, color. actually looks like? I mean, looking at the website, it looks like it's like a pretty big uh, brewery. They have a distillery in there. Um, they have four locations. They have Gilbert, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, and another one in Phoenix. So they have Arcadia and Paradise Valley in Phoenix. If I'm not mistaken, I think Gilbert is the main facility because there's not a whole lot of things in Gilbert, so they can have room for large brewing facilities. It does say you can book a Gilbert brewing tour, but I'm trying to like look like a, a distillery store, but uh, or a tour, but I'm trying to like look for like an about us section or something like that. And there's, <laughs> there just isn't there's, one. there's just not one. I mean, I can get employed by them, but I can't know what they did. <laughs> um, so, um, but there is an interesting. It says brew with us. So what the hell? Oh, what? So a brewery uh, session costs fifty dollars to reserve your space when you arrive you receive a $50 Osho gift card you and a group of six people are welcome to come brew with us on this date we will show you the basics of brewing show you the process and then like it says complete uh, bring in a group of six people be on time uh, enter through the Brack be brew room door what a concept uh, <laughs> let your brewer guide guide you all that good stuff so they actually let you like ooh this smells nice 
you actually... do brewing. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they let you brew. That's fucking sick. So, so it looks like we have to take out. a trip. Yeah, Wait, I was so, say, yeah. So someone, someone learned how to work a camera. Yeah, if only Rye would have done some them? research when he was out there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't let him brew any beer. He did it before and left it on the couch, and it was, like, toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a Mr. Beer kit. That don't count. Uh, hey, hey your, your first is not necessarily going to be great. I, the first cider I've ate tasted pretty much like ass. It smells like your old lady's body wash, doesn't it? Uh, nowhere near that good. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what it smells like. It smells like, it smells like pomegranate body wash. Does smell like pomegranate? I don't know about body wash. Maybe yeah. just juice. I don't yeah. know if I've ever had, smelled a pom- yeah. pomegranate body wash. Well, I use pomegranate body wash. All right. Ooh, the more, I don't know, that's why you're familiar with it. The, the more you learn. I think it's delicious. Yes, this is very good. I already finished mine. Uh, you're saying that because it's not as strong as the smells? It's not the same taste as the smells. Hmm. Here's the other thing. It, it's, it's very confusing. This also, again, tastes a little like wheat. Well, it is. It's a. It's a. It's a blonde. It's a. It's all blonde wheat. Yeah, typically. I wish I would have known yeah. that. Yo, can you pass me some more of that? Hey, it's been a while since I've said something that like a basic that people should, cared about. person should know. Like, if any idiot should know that, and then I've just said it. It's alright. It's not like we're on a beer <laughs> podcast or anything. The point of this was to learn beer. Guess what? I haven't done. I mean, you've learned a bit. That was probably the <laughs> point, like the first four months. But here's me and AJ lagging behind. <laughs> Two years in. Yeah, I don't know shit about beer. I just show yeah, up exactly. to drink free shit. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, Icky, core, to give me some more beer. When we get that moonshine, <laughs> whatever you say, pal. Yeah, this is a one fruity PBR. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm. It's like I'm chewing on a cherry Jolly Rancher and drinking a Keystone. This is a PB Mio. If you just call everything a PBR, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this is the these, lemon these, raspberry. These, like, I like that PBR. These expert like yeah. breweries that like put so much science. You're like, this is a fruity PBR. <laughs> yeah. What they, what, what kind of Mio they put in this PBR? Yeah. This is a fruit paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Okay, we already did like basic thoughts on this. Anyone want to like uh, dig into it a little more? You have any like real thoughts, or are you trying to keep it? Uh... I mean, I I like it. I think it it does kind of almost taste like you stuck a, a popsicle or like a lollipop in a beer or something like that, and it kind of got the faint flavors. Yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah, not a whole lot. Uh, it doesn't taste as as uh, flavorful as it smells for sure. We should start. I still think um, it's delicious. We should start a hashtag like Homecraft, where people send in like weird shit that they do to beers. Like, wait, the last time we compared a lollipop in a beer, it was the cherry cordial for Christmas, and that was yeah. that was like absolutely shit on. But this one is okay, is it because it's fruity and it's not? Chocolate? Yeah, because it's not cherries. And chocolate, and it's not or a cherry. bad flavor. And it's not Those, Budweiser. That was terrible. <laughs> For the record, I didn't shit on that. That I was a not a good oh, yeah. flavor. No, it was not good. But yeah, ha- uh, send us your hashtag uh, homecraft. That's that's probably going to get clogged up with something else. We'll find another one. But yeah, hashtag homecraft and send us whatever you do to make your beer more palatable, even if it is something very weird. Um, I'm going to go with a four on the core. It's pretty good. I do very much enjoy it. Um, and then for Icky, you could you could pretty you could crush this. I'd go this probably like a an eight. I'd go with an eight. Um, 
Yeah, I'm the core. I can't score it low because it is what it's supposed to be, which is a wheat beer. I just don't like it. Um, so I'll give it a three. Uh, icky, eh. The wheat beer is never going to go down that easy. Uh, I'll give it. I'll keep. I'll keep it. I'll keep it at a five because again, like the, like the sour, I can drink it, but it's just not going to be fast. It's just going to be there. One one. I'll give it a um. For the core, I'll give it a three and a half. I like wheat beers. Okay. But this is removing itself from being a beer, in my opinion, with how good it is at not tasting like beer. So it's trying to. Yeah, it's it's trying to. But I do like wheat beers, so I won't dilute it completely. I'll leave it at a three and a half. For the crushability, though, at least for my purposes, I thought this was absolutely wonderful. And I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Ooh. When was the last time I said these words? I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Get me started. Perking his beards up over here. <laughs> is, is that a tear? Yeah. <laughs> is that a tear? Yes, it is. Is um, that a boner? No, it is not. <laughs> not anymore. Um, I agree with you on on the core being uh, an eight and a half. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna match Brian on the wait. What did I just say? No, the icky is yeah, eight and a half. See, I fucking, I caught myself saying it too. I agree with you on the icky being an eight and a half. I'm gonna go with uh, Brian's four though because it's higher. Like, I think it's even better than if it had more of a full beer taste as opposed to kind of like just a watered down wheat beer. I would. So you'd rather it taste more like beer and not more like the the flavors. No, I I wish that it had more body to it. Like it's. I like the fruitiness of it. I think it's really good, but it just seems punch that up. Yeah, yeah. It it needs to have more like of a. I'm drinking a a beer, beer, not like. Possibly like a hard seltzer, yeah, more a weedy a, hard seltzer is more, more really what a, it tastes like. More of a mio edition kind of. Yeah. I just I wanted to just get full clarity on what you know what you were looking for in this. What's the percentage of this? Four and a half. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. That's see, that's like... yeah. So yeah, essentially, you are drinking a light beer. Yep. Um, well, like almost like a pilsner, maybe. Yeah, it's it's in the same a fruity vein pilsner. of yeah. of things. It's a little more weeded than a pilsner, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. On that note, we should take a quick commercial, and then I've got one more which completely just takes a left turn away from all this. So taking a complete turn away from the beers that we've been drinking, next up is a cider. So this is, uh, there's a there's a little bit of a backstory here. So I went to Arizona for... Cider, I hardly knew her. <laughs> I went to Arizona for uh, a music festival band called The Main Curates a Music Festival every couple of years out there. They had a, a specialty cider made for the festival and, you know, the, all the weekend events around it. And it was made by this uh, cidery. So this is uh, Cider Core. Uh, it's a craft cider ma- uh, maker in Gilbert, Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. This no, Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. Mesa, Arizona. Sorry about that. Um, this one is the Passion Fruit Orange Guava Hard Cider. Um, it's 6.8% ABV. So they don't fuck around with the ABV in this stuff. Um it's like ingredients are very simple. It's fermented orange juice, passion fruit, orange, and guava. That's it. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company, which I thought was really cool. And, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Brian, you can get to the rest of their information. Yeah, so um, they are in Mesa, Arizona, and their uh, whole story is on a video, which I can't watch because I'm on a podcast right now, <laughs> and I can't listen to anyone, anything. So I tried to hit the uh, thing that says story, 
Um, but none of the things that say it says cider and tap room, tap list, story. Uh, none of them are clickable. <laughs> so uh, just uh, just they're not actually linked. Want to yeah. throw it out? There. That All makes right. a lot of sense if it's veteran owned. It's, so they're operating their website like the government. So let's yeah. just go you with this. Like military. Um, That's how military but they're works. located in historic downtown Mesa, Arizona. Their tap room hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can order online, and their tap room address is 31 South Robeson, S-T-E. I guess that's street. It's sweet. So I will give the story that's on the can. I guess that's going to give us the most information we can get. So it says, Cider Corpse is a veteran-owned and family-operated company built by brothers Jason Doran, Sergeant of the U.S. Marine Corps, retired, and Josh Duran. What started as a hobby for the two after Jason sustained injuries while deployed is now Arizona's first fully dedicated cidery and tap room. Yeah, they got they got some I'm looking at the list. They got some good stuff on here that I would definitely love to try. So this was the one that really caught my eye because the color of the can is very strikingly orange. And uh a lot of their stuff, when I was reading, came uh, said like that it was a little drier. So I went for something that was going to be more sweet and more palatable for the room, as opposed to just yeah. one or two people. As opposed to something that sucks. <laughs> they got an apple pie know. one that looks pretty good. Oh God! Don't they have a winter fruit salad? You you should have got mango foxtrot. That was one of the other options I was looking at. Mango and rose hip. Yeah. I don't know what rose hip is. Mm. I do love roses. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a whiskey Charlie, dark cherry cider aged in bourbon barrels, which were previously aged in maple syrup. You missed that, dude. That sounds so that fucking. Was, awesome. Oh no, you could have gotten the next rise on Dextra, the Manuel's or it's Manuel's or Manuel's grape. I don't know which one, but fifty uh, fifty blend of dry cider, organic Zinfandel, black cherry spice. Ew, never mind. <laughs> wow, organic Zinfandel? No way. This was Zinfandel's this, gross. This was the options that were in Total Wine. Yeah. So, but getting back to the beer we have here, for a beer that is this strong, it cider. is not dry. Or sorry, a cider. Yes, for a cider that is this strong, it is not dry at all. Yeah, it's still quite sweet. Not overly sweet, but like and the guava definitely is like adds a nice tart element to cut through any like sugar you'll get from the passion fruit and orange. I'll tell you this. You know what this reminds me of? It doesn't taste like guava or any of that shit to me. You know that. Uh, that uh, like apple carbonated apple cider you could get at the store um, that looks like, like the, the Martinelli. Oh, yeah, like yeah. it looks like it comes in a champagne bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what that tastes like, and I'm really glad that I can be an adult and drink that now, <laughs> and it has a decent amount of alcohol in it. It's like, oh yeah, I fi- I finally found this great alternative to non-alcoholic champagne. Yeah, it's I mean, beer. yeah, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would, I, when I was a kid, I would buy that. Like, oh dude, this is so cool. Now I'm like, yo, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> This was like 15 years ago. I I feel like, you know. You finally got it. Yeah. Hell yeah. And the, the upside is it doesn't taste like champagne. No. No. This is fucking good. But it doesn't taste like guava or anything that to me. It tastes like apple cider, honestly. I just can't. I, I, I have the guava. The smell of the guava. Oh, yeah. That's For definitely sure. in there. The, the guava smell kind of. And the only reason I know what the guava tastes like separately from the apple is because of the guava candies. That we get from like the sushi places and stuff. So I've had it a bunch. So I'm like, I can kind of taste it. Orange? I don't know if I taste orange in here at all. See, I almost get like I get like a little little mango ish to it. Maybe mm. like a little pineapple y. 
Like it's, 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 it's very I tropical cider. Pineapple doesn't have any of that like pineapple bite, but it's not like bromelain. Bromelain. I never say it right. I don't know if it's bromelain or bromelain. Bromelolide. I, 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 I don't even know what the fuck you guys just said. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like pe- fruity PBR. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's just PBR. Right? I just mixed some goddamn Welch's <laughs> apple juice with my PBR. It's great. <laughs> ten, 10 out of 10. <laughs> this, tastes, this tastes better than my juicy juice PBR. <laughs> Go back to your moonshine and Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one is, um, what is what is it? It's called the Pog. Yeah, because Pog. of passion fruit, orange guava, poggers, and just yeah, pog for, is not a good term in the military. Though. This is poggers. So it's a so it says it that sometimes it is, but it just means non-military, uh, non-combat military. So yeah, it's, it's like, like a der- military like, occupational specialty. Not, yeah, not, it's like a derogatory term. It's basically what challenge. infantry calls everybody, and it's like a disrespectful. This is because they're not real. They're not real military. Right. I think this beer is pog, <laughs> in the gamer sense, not in the. Either way, it's I a don't slur. even know what is Either pog. Way, it's a slur. <laughs> what is what is pog in a gamer sense? What does that mean? Uh, uh, I'm listen. No, no, I'm putting you on the spot. I don't. Yeah. I don't a hundred percent know. I I only know it when it's used ironically in memes as like um, talking down to you know the the simp dudes who have. So basically, fetish, like if you kill some, if you kill somebody and like you make them sit, you call them a pog. Well, n- no. If you if you like, okay, okay, you brought me. All right, you gave me money for the month. That's very poggers. <laughs> oh, you did good. You did good in your battlefield game. That's pog. Okay, great. Hey, hey, hey! You said you Look, said a gamer word that all, wasn't very poggers of you. <laughs> all I play is Escape from Tarkov, so I just deal with. Blatant toxicity at all times. I have a completely different concept of pog than the rest of you. Oh to boy, me, a pog is specifically oh the, the thing you pog yep. out of the hole. Yeah. Wait, huh? I feel like we've we've talked about this before. That you pop out. Yeah, we've we've already done that one. <laughs> I know we've had that. Is conversation he talking about those little pocket. pieces from IKEA that always come one short? No, no. Uh, what are those no, things called? Pogs were a thing you like collected and played with in the eighties and nineties. Oh, okay. I had a million of them. Oh, did you? They they came they came in sheets of them. Oh, uh, like so pog. Yeah, then you would again, pog is used in the Twitch and... community to mean play of the game, and you can be pog champ. Oh yeah, pog champ. That my makes little, sense. My little pog champ. So what are we doing numbers for this now? <laughs> Give me a yes. <laughs> it was a good cider. We should talk about it. Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. We did <laughs> talk about it. Look, that I'm I'm dead serious, dude. That cider is to die for. This is if they sold this here, this would be one of my like go-to ciders. Absolutely. Unfortunately, they don't. You jackass! How dare you introduce this to my <laughs> life? <laughs> yeah, this was absolutely delicious. This is kind of like um, you know what this reminds me of when we had those two Ace ciders and we and combined we them, them together, together and they were fucking awesome. Yeah. That's kind of like this, but you don't need to buy two different ciders. <laughs> you don't need you to just buy get two it all right here. Uh, you don't. You also don't have to drink fourteen ounces every time, every glass. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Why would I think it was? Why would I think it was? Why would I think it was an eight ounce? Yeah, glass? I'm supposed to be the Even one. Even if bad it was an eight ounce here, glass, that would still be, be sixteen. <laughs> that would still be sixteen. Damn it. 
you know, numbers. I mean, you had the you had the four. I think you just like missed the two. Just missed the number. You, you didn't carry the one. Yeah. I haven't done math in like eight years. AJ's going to take the trip with me next time I go to Arizona. Didn't you used to work for a bank? Yeah, I yeah. was going to say that. Doesn't he still work <laughs> for a long? bank? No. Wait, what What bank is it? I need to not go there. <laughs> AJ's going to take yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to deposit 2400 bucks. He's going to be like, yeah, 14 Yeah. AJ's going to take the next trip to Arizona with me and buy a suitcase out there just to fill with this yeah. and then check it on the way home. Put that back in the plane. Yeah, you can take that. There we go. All right. Um, Number time. Ooh, numbers. This was really freaking good. This was really, really good. You know, I, I'm trying to like find ways to like not give it a five, but I can't. It's a five. Um, <laughs> uh, a little too sweet to be uh, 5'10", so I'm going to go with an eight on the uh, International Crushability Index. I think I'm going to match. Uh, that was... The flavor is great. It's, it's not dry. It's uh, like still drinkable with being a higher percentage. And, um, you know, I could drink this for a while. The smell will probably wear on me for a little bit, so that's why I'm giving it an 8. Um, yeah, the only thing keeping me from giving it a 5 is, like, the smell. And, yeah, that, that that's it. It's it's solidly very, very good. It's a 4.5 for me on the core. And crushability-wise, I don't know. Like, I guess it's not a 10. It's a nine. Just a nine. This reminds me of the apple cider, sparkling apple cider bottle, like looks like champagne bottles you can get from when you were a kid. And I used to crush those things with my friends thinking that we were all cool. And this is giving me good memories. And it's the fact that now I'm an adult and it actually has alcohol in it and a decent amount. I would give it a five. Except you're drinking with us and getting bad memories. Yeah. No, these are pretty good memories. I would give it a five, but it has a little too much sweetness for me. I, I like that it's sweet, but it doesn't have to be too sweet because it would make me kind of feel like it's overdoing the, the drinkability of it over time. And the reason why I got to dumb that down is because I would give it like a nine and a half crushability. I could drink like 10 of these and hate my life. Because I probably won't have toes by the time it's over with, but yeah, it was, but it would be worth it. Yeah, no, it's it's the, that shit's delicious. I wish that we had more. I'm really upset that you guys are all passing around pouring it because I would straight up throw hands to drink more of this. So <laughs> you uh, you didn't yeah. give a core there. You just the said core you four and a half. Du- okay, you didn't yeah, four say and a half. That. You didn't say that. You're just like I have to dumb it down a little bit, but I'm gonna. Go oh yeah, I, instead of giving it a five, I'll have to give it a four and a half. But it would be like crushability, like nine and a half, because that I could. House a bunch of those and just hate myself for it afterwards. Um, yeah, I have to agree with the uh, the first two guys. It's a five. This is like a super fucking delicious cider, and I hadn't even thought about that mixing the pineapple and guava ciders, and this does kind of achieve that. Um, but I think it's better. I think it's a better flavor than mixing those. I mean, those two together were great, but um, this is this is fucking stupid good, and I really wish I brought home more than a few of them. Like, whoa, 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 I loaded up on a bunch of these. A few of them? They're gone. <laughs> that that was the last can on the East Coast. <laughs> yep. I was going to say, they were, they're not here anymore. We can't even be like, hey, do you have more of those? No. Who drank them then? Who do you think drank them? Motherfucker. paid for them. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Um, I think 
the the tartness would slow me down just a hair, but not not by much. Um, so to do our recap, do we even have to guess at what one overall? No, <laughs> n- no, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, this on is the, the this is the tartness that the boysenberry wanted to be with the follow through. On the core, the the pog here obviously won at a four point eight overall out of five. Followed by the pop cycle at a 3.1, and then the boysenberry sour at a 2.85. Um, on the icky, obviously, again, this one's going to win. So, uh, the pog again won on the icky at an 8.8 out of 10, followed by the pop cycle at a 6.2, and then the boysenberry sour at a 5. So, uh, you guys happy I brought beer back from Arizona? Yeah, well, oh, yeah. No, I'm happy you no. brought cider back from I'm happy you brought cider back from Arizona. <laughs> there you go. I'm happy you brought that popsicle stuff back from Arizona. I guess it's beer. Um, I'm happy you brought this fruity PBR over to this house. So on that note, since you're finally back for the first time this year, AJ, you want to get us out of here? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. It's been fun traveling to the West Coast. Maybe not the coast, uh, but it's time to go. If you like what you hear, if you like listening to us, if you want to interact a little bit more um you know you could always rate the podcast comment and tell all your friends about it uh you could also follow us on our social medias where we do uh interacting on there our twitter is at the beer league pod uh that's same for everything else instagram tiktok stuff like that uh we're also on facebook it's at beer league pod don't confuse people at beer league pod on everything we also have uh, a link tree in our uh, bios on our socials where you can go and grab some discount codes for uh, people we work with. Uh, n- nice companies like Yeet Sunglasses, um, the uh, the Kong Beer Bong that we have a lot of fun with. And if you don't know what that is, go go check out our our TikTok. You'll you'll see what we mean. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, get get some discounts on those and also give us a little kickback so we can keep doing this dumb crap. Um, other than that, it's time to get out of here. So remember, uh, drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, but most importantly, stay thirsty. Stay thirsty.